0: young up and coming stars one is what's kind of arrived like he's like our jordan no, he's a star yeah, yeah he's, he's
1: our, our only
0: digital oh, he's our only digital only show that we
1: have That's and you know no no how one much I, I love a real digi. show <sighs> well whatever but it's still it's a burn but uh, he's the only guy doing digi, and we push to do digi.
0: i'm sure he would love you it if that. you would do more digi with him edition. of Wilde and touch on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee, 100.5 ESPN Madison, 1430 ESPN Beaverdam, ESPN com, the ESPN app. Where'd the music go? can't hear it anymore. Oh, the ESPN well, app. is
1: maybe why we have seven producers, because you keep... There it is. I
0: hear producers. it now. I'm not yelling at anybody. I asked where the music nah, went. I couldn't hear being, it. Yeah, you're kind of being snarky. It, it was finish. still there. I'm just saying. If I could just finish hey, my introduction, snarky. that'd be great. Well, Your Alexa smart speaker, o- streaming live it's video. It's tw- already. Tw- <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I'm Jason Woldy in Green Bay. The other guy, you know who he is. Uh, in for Jesse as our cousin sub of the day. Subs, plural. Our Alex Strolf, star of stage, screen, Green Bay, game day, pregame... Um, Mr. Irrelevant, which is a podcast that apparently he does with Brock Purdy. And Riley Yauk. How, how do Yowster. I? Yaukster? No, it's
1: Yowky. Yauki? Like, is that like Neokey? like Nyoki It's like Neokey, like uh, well, but again. with a
0: silent J. Finishing each other's sentences. Uh, it's great to have you both. So do you only get one microphone that you have to share like Lady and the Tramp with spaghetti? <laughs> That's correct. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, and why why does it take this is this is <laughs> super weird? It's, it's, it's quite the setup. He said goes. yesterday.
1: So we meet with, I met with Riley uh, a couple weeks ago. Very
0: good young man. Yeah, he' great. great. Got I a blew lot him of off patent. while he was in Green Bay.
1: Yeah, you did. You, you probably didn't meet with him and have not coffee yet. and talk, but not yet. Uh, he probably drove up to Green Bay to see you, and you still he did not.
0: Him off. He came this, to right? accept his uh, Wisconsin Broadcasters
2: Association award, I believe. That is correct, yes, a scholarship. However, I was planning on meeting Jason Wildey as well. That was going to be the icing on the cake, and then you ghosted me, so I wasn't able to do that. Jason! All right, first of all, if you're
0: going to shout, (laughs)
1: share the microphone. microphone. Stop just yelling. (laughs) He's yelling against the cloud over there. Yeah, Jason, you do the – I don't know why you do this. You probably didn't have anything going on. It's the office. I, ha- I actually had Riley a lot off.
0: going on. I don't want to dig into Did this. You? Riley knows that we will get together. Uh, I it, my schedule slightly different than yours. Had you set something up with Riley and then you went to Dallas for hockey? Just because I didn't have to go all the way to Dallas doesn't mean I didn't no, have I've, girls' activities. I wouldn't have set it up with Riley I, to do that. Then he was already up That's here. We were trying to make it work while he was here. We will have to reschedule.
1: Okay. Now, well, I thought. I don't know if you heard the sports center.
0: Uh, uh, he's Did got you a hear great, Madison He's got sports a really center? good voice. He's yeah, got I a great it.
1: radio voice. Thank uh, you. Incredibly, that may. Uh, so we've been doing this show for a long time, and we've been running sports centers in Madison the whole time. And usually, Jesse will have some quips and he'll throw some of his own personal touch he, to it.
2: He thinks he's funny. Uh,
1: yeah. Riley, did you cut the audio that I asked for from your sports center yet?
2: Yes, I was able to cut the, <laughs> uh, the snippet you wanted me okay. to Okay. Wait, he just
1: did yes. it like four minutes ago. <laughs> I know. That's what, when you have two producers. Huh. You take advantage of this. So, matter of fact, I have a surprise for you. I met with our digital queen in Madison yesterday. We have a digital only segment coming up during a commercial break today. I it believe. Seems Stros to be- me I should
0: be part of those discussions.
1: <laughs> well, you're too busy doing Lord knows what. There's no. You're not at the combine. I don't know what you're all doing, but Riley but went with you into. Today. Is this not, I'm fired up, I'm excited. Riley went into more detail on a sports center than I've ever heard. Riley, let's go back into what you went into, winning percentages, (laughs) loss, win column, the stuff I love. Riley, let's, for everybody that's in Milwaukee and everywhere else that didn't get a chance to hear this, let's get a little taste of what you bring when it comes to sports centers.
2: All righty, here is a very short snippet of my sports center from this morning, moments ago. So I could have cut a little longer. I was I was rushing. I was a little stressed <laughs> for time. We're going to do it again. I can preface, give you some context. Way to go, Strofe. Hey, nice work helping him, Strofe. Nice job. <laughs> Wait, did, did you play it? Because I – was it so short I that I hear didn't it. hear it? it was, I'll just keep doing that it. That was really quick. You're gonna we'll see, do it live. Let's see if Strofe can get a little more context. Oh my I, I see him uh, stretching <laughs> out my clip right now. Let's right, go!
0: I still don't hear anything. Yeah,
1: it's, I'm not hearing anything.
0: <laughs> you guys are crossing right. it back well, there. Well,
1: it was pretty good. Great idea, Tosh. It was pretty good.
0: Really well It done. was
1: a good idea. It was a good idea. Uh, so we have some other fun stuff planned. Strophy's got a little Digi-only segment. But, Jason, you joined Jen, Gabe, and Chewy this morning. And I'm glad you, you already talked about this because I sent this over. Uh, when I was on with Vinny and the boys on Wisconsin's Morning News, this whole dude from the Combine that was talking about we always say you know, Mike McCarthy would say worlds championships and we'd uh-huh. have to go to Saturn yeah. and mm-hmm. maybe be Pluto. Uranus, Uranus and, uh, sure. you know, yeah. Win a win a wild card game against Neptune to win the world's championship. Uh this guy got up and said Again, you know I don't I'm not a not a big believer in my truths and all the other stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: This guy got up and basically, you know, Kyrie Irving was a flat earther. Yeah,
2: he said he I didn't know about
1: space. Today. So how did that all play out with your appearance this morning with uh, Jen, Gabe, and Chewy? Yeah,
0: I had not seen this story. Jen, Gabe, and Chewie brought it up to me. Well, you're busy. You're very busy. So I understand uh, that. Only two hours and 53 more minutes of this. Uh, I had not seen it. They brought me up to speed. Look, I, I know this is fun, and now we're talking about this fellow. Uh, he's so he's made such an impact that I would be curious to know if you know what his name is. I don't. So, <laughs> I have no idea. His name is Texas Ty- Tech guy. His name is Texas Tyler. Tech guy. His name is Tyler Owens. Okay. Uh, he doesn't believe in space as in the existence of other planets uh and he feels like the flat earth theories about the earth have some quote valid points okay it's for those of you who like okay. me don't know what this story is about here's my problem and i know it's fun it- and yeah, and Jason. For the record,
1: he was saying this in front of the combine, right? That, in just the to me- give another... in, in
0: in a media yes. session with reporters. Yes. Okay. Apparently, he and another one of his uh, combine invitees had been talking about things they didn't believe in, and somebody asked him, "Hey, we, you know, you were talking about this with somebody else, blah blah blah." And lo and behold, this is what he revealed to reporters. Um, I I know it's fun, and it's different, and it's fun to talk about. And Jen Gabe and Chewy and I had a great time talking about it. In part because it led to Chewy talking about Uranus, which was certainly a highlight. But can we? Do we have to celebrate stupidity? Like, do we have to celebrate this kind of stuff? Like, come on! Like, this is a job interview. And as Denny and I brought up Denny Tauscher in my time with Jen Gabe and Chewy. And so said, did I. I did on oh Wisconsin's morning
1: news. Oh my god! Did you say tail it out? Did, <laughs> did you say tail? Oh, oh my god! god. god. <laughs> oh, Danny! Oh, Danny! Don't, do, don't you have ah, another hockey trip coming
0: up, up or something? So his, so his birthday's is coming this. up in a
1: couple of weeks. This is a nice um, homage to yes. To Denny.
0: So I said, look, if Tyler Owens is a really good player, in the words of the immortal Danny Tauscher... Talent outs, and it won't matter that he doesn't believe that there's other planets, and thinks the Earth might be flat, because that's what matters. But if he stinks, uh, this doesn't help you, right? This is a job interview. You no, did the combine, and so sounding like an idiot. And I'm not trying to be mean spirited here, but like this is the kind of stuff that I I don't love in today's society. That that there's plenty of guys with really good stories of the combine. And today we're talking about Tyler Owens, because he said that he doesn't believe in space.
1: Yeah, and then a trophy sent over. There's a tight end that thinks pigeons aren't birds. Or oh, there's that. There. We talked
0: about that on this
1: show once, too, we have. didn't we? Even- I've seen that, yeah. <sighs> and and good take. so I, underst- I understand that everybody's got different, uh, you know, things. And matter of fact, one of the people in our van, the party van in Dallas last week that it's part of why I had the cold that I've been fighting all week.
0: Lilacs, uh, yeah.
1: Is they said this? They said if you believe it, it's true. It's the Costanza deal. And I said no. That, <laughs> that's that's not, not how the a world lie works.
0: If you believe that's, it,
1: that's that's crazy town. But whatever. It this in this case, and why I think it's interesting? Because yes, I, I don't want to amplify or megaphone stupidity. But we're, I think this is super interesting to me. Because. And I, I don't. I, well, I'm getting there. Okay. Why, I don't want to equate this the same way with Tyreek Hill or other players that have done things that are criminal. It is the same point of the talent outs theory, mm-hmm. which is when you are doing things, obviously, if you do things criminally and you're in jail. That is That takes away the options for these sure. teams. Makes it hard to be but there for But what it continues to showcase, just because this guy <clears throat> said what he said about flat earth and space and everything else, I mean, you can grab a telescope, and I'm pretty sure you'll be able to see what's going on. It's not like this is blind faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, just go grab a telescope. It's good advice. If you are super talented... You're going to get these opportunities. So that conversation sounds like you had it already this morning, I had it. But where I want to take it is what is the line as a Packer fan to when someone says these things, but you know they'll help your football team? Because I got after Jesse J. Nelson, the man that needs six replacements to get the job done for our show. Mm -hmm. And if you remember, Tyreek Hill did some disgusting things before yeah. and he would have been a first or second round pick and kansas city took him in the fifth round and everybody kind of just forgot about it because yeah. he's a stud
0: yeah babe, Kareem Hunt, he's the fastest
1: too. man on earth mm-hmm. and it always is interesting to me where is your line as a fan where does that go because you know if you bring tyree killing he's going to help your football team it sounds like this cat can fly uh, again, what's his name, uh, the Texas Tech kid?
0: Tyler Owens.
1: Owens Sounds like Jesse fly. Owens.
0: He's so fast.
1: If he's that good, I don't think, from a Packer fan standpoint, if you want to believe the earth is flat, just like Kyrie Irving, if Kyrie Irving was going to come and help the Bucks close up games and win a championship, is there anybody in Milwaukee or the greater state of Wisconsin that's going to say no? No. But what is that line? What beliefs are crazy enough or that you would think is just too bleh to say, I don't want him on my team, even if is as good as Aaron Rodgers or as good as Jordan Love? We all as sports fans want that great talent with being a great dude. We want A.J. Dillon, Aaron Jones. We want the guys that are really good dudes. And then we want them to be game-changing studs. Is there a lot of those guys? There's not. But in the case of this and in some of these other cases, where is that line for us as Packer fans? So I don't know I, the answer to that.
0: So I think we can agree that there are, there are some criminal activities, and, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but there are some things that you're willing to look past as a fan, right? There are certain things. There is a line in that realm. What I'd be curious about is either foolish behavior or weirdness, right? I mean, there's people that, even before he was traded to the Jets, had had enough of Aaron Rodgers, right? And the things he was saying, and the, uh, in many people's opinions, untruths that he was spewing. And so that was their line. Um, but to use the Denny Tauscherism, what Jair Alexander did, if it was Corey Ballantyne who did that, they would have cut Corey Ballantyne, who's a very nice and, and fellow. And by the way,
1: I think if Jair Alexander didn't have a big, fat contract, I think they would have thought seriously about moving out from him, too.
0: Right. And now they're, they've said, in no uncertain terms, they're not trading him. I just think that that's why Denny came to both of our minds during this conversation is because the line, it there is no clear, bright line. I mean, murder, probably a bright line. But, like, all of the rest of it, it's a sliding scale based on how good you are. That's the reality. And so this, yeah, is, and this is good I fun. I don't know if that's a good It's point. not the same. No, this is,
1: yeah, this is quirky. Right. Um, is it? Dumb. But does it call into question kind of where this cat's at? Yeah, a little bit. I don't mind. Listen, I like a good conspiracy theory. I think they're. I want you to think. I want you to be forced to think. I love it when somebody's like, well, what did you ever think about this? Why don't you dig a little deeper into Alan Dulles and what he had to do back in the 50s and 60s? Like, I want people to question and ask. Read this I don't want it to be. Book. This whole concept now of. Censorship and not bringing information in and freedom of speech, it, it's, a, there's, it, it's now uh, you know, the, the whole concept of it. More dialogue is better. And then you make your decisions based off of that. And the fact that it, that's not uh, more accepting bothers me about where we are. But in this case, this is fun, but it's also makes you think.
0: Like huh. That, it doesn't make and, you think oh this guy might be right. It makes you think do I want guy? him on my team? Right. No, do I want
1: him on my team right. and then at what value? Because it still is a value uh it's a value add. Is it worth it at this price? No. Well, is it worth it at a sixth round pick? Yeah. And I don't think this kid will drop because of that, because again, but if you don't think people are asking, I mean, they do deep dives psychologically with all these tests and then this cat, I have to admit, uh, the confidence that this young man has is pretty bold. Like, he got up there, I'm sure he had people telling him, don't get in, don't don't bring up your theory on astronomy <laughs> in front of the entire NFL media place. But the question I have, and as a, Jason, I'd like you to post, is how do you, what is that line? No, what is it? Yeah. Because... I remember we're doing the show. I think we, the show, Tyreek Hill was drafted while we were doing the show. We've been doing this a while. It has been. And I know Packer fans didn't want Tyreek Hill, a vast majority of Packer fans. And then you look at it now, and nobody even really brings that up. He's, you know, he's had a ton of other things still come up, not to the same degree of what he did or was accused of, allegedly doing before the draft of whatever year he was drafted.
0: Twenty sixteen. So I guess we weren't quite doing the show yet. So I think he was else.
1: drafted yeah, it was I think the going into the season and they were kinda of yeah. going through the whole process. So that's always a fascinating question because for as much as we'd love to stick to our high morals and have it, the bottom line on professional sports is if it's not something that is jailable do you want that person on your team? If you know they're going to contribute for your team to have great success, and inevitably the answer is yes, fans want that. Uh-huh. Same thing with PEDs and everything else. Right,
0: exactly. Uh, I will put that in the field at your behest. That's not a poll. That's a. Uh, that's, that's an a, essay answer. Yeah. So yeah, we'll post that. I, I
1: don't even know how that would look, but... I don't know where that line is, but I know it skews a lot further than people would like right. to admit when they're going to sleep at night. Right.
0: It's a sliding scale based on how good you are. We'll put that into the field. Uh, I do want to, at some point, get to the uh, all the things I had going on on Saturday when I didn't get to see uh, Riley during his visit to Green Bay. But before we can do that, we need to get to your love and my are you love. Nervous? For, am are you I nervous? nervous? It's March no. 1. It's March I'm not 1. nervous. I'm not nervous. I believe in you. I am here to support oh. you in every way possible. But yeah, I'm this sure is probably gonna suck and it won't be nearly yeah. as good as it'll be as about March seventeenth.
1: Well, you got broken reeds, you got all this, but if you've been waiting to replace broken windows and doors, what the blank are you doing? Is that what or if it says? you want to revitalize your home with a new look? Now is the time to get it done because now until march 31st you get zero percent interest for up to three years at Pella windows and doors of wisconsin that is right Pella now pay later three years later in fact am i right order by march 31st to get zero percent interest for up to three years you can set your free consultation Free consultation today at PellaWI.com. Certain restrictions do apply.
0: Not nearly as bad as I suspected. Although, does it say in the copy, what the blank are you waiting for, or whatever you went with there, or was
2: that a that was an ad no, lib? No, I added, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's called an ad lib. That's, that's good. And yeah, by the right. end
1: of it, I'm guessing I'm going to get Jesse or Riley or Strophy or Hunter or the whole team to get a little music, and I'll say, what are you waiting for? I'm going to add that music into my live Wow, yeah. That's going to be the goal. As this, uh, That's just me workshopping, but that's what I think we'll probably end up doing.
0: Turns out it takes a village for Tausch to do his Pella read as well. We'll continue with Riley and Strophy as our cousin subs of the day. It's Wilde and Tausch. This is Wildean Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Sponsored by American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at amfam.com. <laughs> Draw the line when it comes to what quirky or questionable or perhaps worse behavior you're okay with by a player. Does that encapsulate what you're looking for?
1: Yeah, I think it's a, it's an interesting question because, you know, obviously when you're listening to these athletes, most of them are programmed into saying all the right things and, you know, not doing anything. This cat obviously is different, and that's not a bad thing. But I do believe when you're talking, uh, you will let people know who you are, and you'll let people know how you think. And, you know, somebody on Twitter already kind of said, well, if this is where they're at from a space standpoint, is there any chance their football acumen will be good? Correct. It's a fair question.
0: The question that Pipe Jim asked me was, "If, if this guy is going to feel this way about space, is he going to be able to understand the complexities of NFL plays? That's the problem with this. We can have fun with it. We can joke around. But if you're evaluating him and you have a choice between a guy who ran two-tenths of a second or two-one-hundredths of a second slower, but he seems to be a little more, dare I say, normal in some of his views, how are you gonna? What's the tiebreaker? Is the the guy who doesn't believe in space and thinks the Earth may be flat going to be downgraded in a tiebreaker situation because of that? Maybe. I just want to be clear, yeah, though. I, this, I mean, this kid's. It, this is this is goofy. It's silly. It's funny. Whatever we want to weird. Whatever dumb. Do you think that's how he? I don't know. I didn't see the tone. Uh, the, or the context I mean, it's actually, it. I mean, the video is there. Like, you can watch the video. Yeah. I retweeted it, so you can yeah. watch it. But, I, again, do I, this is not the same as Tyreek Hill. We're not, in, in no. no way are we saying that. Our point is, is where do you draw the line for you as a fan of what, like, if this kid's good, of course, Packers fans are happy to deal with it. That's fine. He's a little bit out there. Some might say. That was a space pun. But, there's got to be a line somewhere. Is going out for the coin flip and appointing yourself as a captain, is that acceptable behavior to you as a Packers fan? If it's Jair Alexander, you would like to say yes because of his talent, but I would say that there were plenty of people that were like, I'm done with this guy. Packers fans who thought he was bringing the team down and it was a me guy. I think he's a different cat, too. I'm sure there were guys in your locker room during your playing days that you were like, that guy's a little different, right? But
2: yeah, could he play? Sure. Could he
0: help you win? The, the whole concept of you know
1: why we love NFL football and why it's such a great place is because you don't want everybody having the same thought processes. You need to have different uh, chefs. You need to have different ideas. And you all work towards that common goal, and you figure out what your role is, and that—that's the why coaching is so important and everything else. So, you don't need all milk drinkers. Matter of fact, some whiskey. Said man. we want, or was it? It was Nitschke, I think, that said we want—we uh, want some whiskey drinkers at the end of games. Uh-huh. That's you know that balancing act you get, and e- for everybody that's like well you can't have somebody like this that thinks that way now if they're a good football player and they know what they're doing and again football smarts and book smarts are two different things mm-hmm. there've been plenty of people that don't know anything about Nietzsche or Hemingway or can't break down you know you can't break down a quadratic equation and they can still be great football players. And there are plenty of guys that are engineers and can break down all these different complicated algebraic equations, and they can't block anybody. So it's not about, well, how smart are you and how is this? It's about the character of the dude, and it's about how talented you are.
0: Right, the ability.
1: And, as Denny always said, talent is the outs. Talent is what outs. And when you're that guy, you're Tyreek Hill, You're that talented, you're going to get more opportunities than if you're not. And when you do things that aren't appropriate, or you say things that people think are crazy, people will probably be less likely to give you an opportunity if you're not incredibly talented. Obviously, this uh, Owens is a very talented cat. He's at the combine, he ran very well, and he'll uh, he'll get plenty of opportunities in the league if he can play. And even though he doesn't think Saturn exists.
0: I just wanted to clarify did you combine uh, Friedrich Nietzsche and Ray Nitschke in the same statement? Is that what occurred there? Because that's what happened
1: before in radio history. I don't think, I feel fairly confident no one has broken down an NFL combine using both Ray Nitschke's quote and Nietzsche as a philosopher slash whatever he did.
0: Um and I, I know uh Josh DiMaggio is a stickler for pronunciation. Uh both Nietzsche and Nietzsche are acceptable according to Wikipedia on Friedrich, your favorite German philosopher. Uh I don't know, I'm looking at the picture, he had a one hell of a mustache. I don't know Nietzsche. if he would have been yeah, Nietzsche. Not Nitschke. Uh, I don't know if Nietzsche would have been Fortria eligible, but, hey, if you want to get some of your philosophical theories off the ground, sometimes you need a little capital to do it. And if you go to Fortria, you'll have that money in your pocket. A
1: couple word. of studies to get you a little bit of that cash. Healthy adults ages 18 to 60, BMI of 18 to 32. Study is two stays, 15 nights, and you can grab yourself almost $14,000 for your time. And participation, another study, 18 to 55, BMI of 18.5 to 32. That study is one stay of 14 nights. You can grab yourself 6566 bucks for your time and participation. Go to FortreaClinicalTrials.com. That's Fortrea,
0: F-O-R-T-R-E-A, ClinicalTrials.com. One guy who is not eligible for those studies, Rob Domofsky. Fit as a fiddle. And he joins us next. It's and Touch.
3: You're listening to Wilde and Touch on 94.5 ESPN. Missed any of the show? Find us on Wisconsin On Demand wherever you get your podcasts. It's free, it's everywhere, and it's for you.
2: Your nose is for breathing. Your mouth is for eating. And if you're breathing through your mouth, it's not because your body wants to. It's because it has to. Because your nose isn't working properly. And although you've lived like this, it's no way to live, and it's having a significant impact on your life. I know you know this, and I know that taking action isn't always convenient, but at Advent, we've done all we can to make changing your life for the better as easy as possible. I'm Dr. Candula. With tens of thousands of our patients, a thorough breathing triangle evaluation, along with a simple 20-minute in-office procedure called balloon sinuplasty, has opened their
0: nasal passages, allowing them to breathe freely through their nose for good. And there's a good
2: chance this procedure can do the same for you. We'll help you breathe through your nose again, and it will change your life. Go to AdventNose.com to schedule your appointment, because Advent knows when you breathe well, you live better.
0: Returned safe and sound from the NFL Scouting Combine in Indianapolis, where he asked all the pertinent questions, including do you believe in space? From ESPN.com, it is our friend Rob Domofsky. Rob, good morning. How are you?
3: Do I believe in
0: space?
3: I was not there for for that fine. I don't even know who who that was. What player was that that said that?
0: His name is Tyler Owens. He's uh, from Texas Tech. And he's led us to uh, discuss where you draw the line on questionable behavior or uh, questionable intelligence, whatever you want to put it. Uh, and Tausch and I both referenced his father, Denny, who famously said, and you always saw Denny in the press box as well, but his saying was talent outs. So you'll put up with a lot based yep. on talent. You Do you agree with that assessment?
3: I mean, talent and production Aaron Rodgers, case in point, uh, from 20, uh, 2008 till 2021, and then in 2022, not so much.
0: Right. Um, I got to talk to our uh, mutual friend and one of our favorite people, Ron Wolfe, yesterday because of some of the things that Goody said at the scouting combine, um, and you were there for it. What were the things yeah. that jumped out the most to you from your time with Goody at the Weston?
3: Um, I gotta be honest with you, not a whole heck of a lot. It was, uh, you know, we we had heard from him, what, three weeks ago, right? Uh, yes. Or or thereabouts. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know that a whole lot had changed other than, I mean, it's pretty clear, not that we need a goodie to tell us, but it's pretty clear they're moving on from David Bakhtiari. You know, when he said, we'll we'll have that situation uh, cleared up here soon. Well, if they were going to keep him, there would be no reason to do anything soon, but uh, otherwise, you know, then they would have to, if they kept him, they'd have to carry this whole cap number into free agency and until they did figure out whether he could play or not, and so they're not going to do that. Um, I, I think that was, uh, that was number one. I mean, if you're in the backup quarterback talk, I mean, uh, he gave a pretty strong endorsement to Sean Clifford while also saying they'd like to get back into the business of drafting quarterbacks on a regular basis, which the aforementioned Ron Wolf did uh, so often and so well. Um I think that um, you know that they they, and I don't know that I, Duty necessarily said this, but from what you could gather from talking to other people, uh, agents uh, among them is they are clearly going to be starting over at the safety spot. Um, you know, there's no question about that. And, and as it would pertain to Darnell Savage, I, I know that his agent, Seth Katz, met with the Packers, uh, almost today. They met with them yesterday. Uh, And my, I I have not talked to either party since then. But my assumption would be that Russ Ball would have told Seth that, "Hey, you know what? You you know we're going to move on. Um, Good luck to you in in free agency. Um, You know there, there's going to be somebody that pays Darnell Savage seven and a half, eight million dollars a year. Uh, It won't be the Packers though. So, just wait, Rob. You breaking
1: some news on WT this morning? About. Savage? Yeah, I didn't know that, Jason. Do you know Savage is?
0: I just know that it was Rob kind of is, figured. I I would just say this, uh, especially during the combine, when Rob is one of the top movers and shakers in the agent yeah, realm. He's a mover. Uh, right. I yeah, trust his word on something sense. like this. Yes. Yep.
3: Yeah. I, I, I don't, It's like it's not necessarily like set in stone. Um, just like Bakhtiari being released isn't set in stone. Nah, David he released the, is
1: pretty much set in stone. I yeah, think, that's, I, I we, think we the writing's much, on the wall.
3: Uh, yeah. you know, and, and from what Jeff Athlly said, he wanted in a post safety. Uh, you know, I think we heard that description, and you know, I think that that, like, that was another sign that um, that they were going to be moving on. Uh, you know, probably from all those guys, probably from Rudy Ford, uh, maybe Jonathan Owens as well.
1: Oh, Jason, I
0: know, you know I like right, Rudy. Jason, know, I'm going to miss him. More. Yeah. Big, so,
3: Rob,
1: what about the other ones? Uh, obviously, Aaron Jones is going to be back. But did you have any, yep. you know, as you're moving and shaking through Indy, uh, any contact with any of his folks? And as far as what that deal's going to look like? And then, I'm intrigued by Devontae Campbell. I think Savage and Campbell yeah. were the ones that I didn't really. I don't have a great read as far as where Green Bay's going. You gave me a good inkling what your tea
3: leaves are telling you. What about Campbell and Jones? Put it to you this way, Taos. The last thing I did before Alex called me for this was uh, working on my Devondre is released story. Uh, Just, just, you know, I like to have things ready to go. If Devondre Campbell Campbell, um, is cut and is designated as a post-June 1 cut, they'll save $10.5 million on this year's cap. Now, if they do it and don't designate him as post-June 1, which means they want to eat more of his dead money this year, it'll still save— uh, more than two and a half million dollars. I just don't see how there's any way that they don't um, that they don't release Devondre Campbell unless he's willing to say, you know what? Um, I've got my uh, March roster bonus, which is only about three million dollars. But let's take that off the books. You don't have to pay me that, um, and, and then we lower the salary as well. Maybe maybe there is a possibility that that he does that. But with anything um, with these guys. And, and, and it's why Preston Smith, I'm sure, agreed to do what he did. You know, Preston Smith is still going to make ten million dollars this year. If you were Preston Smith, you had to think about it like this, Taush. If I'm a, if they cut me and I refuse the pay cut and they cut me, am I going to get ten million dollars from another team at what is he age thirty? Was he thirty one? Thirty one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's no way. So like sometimes it's, it's smart to take the pay cut. Other times, uh-huh. perhaps, perhaps in Devaluing Campbell's case, it might be. Uh, it might be better financially for him to say, you know what, I'm not taking the pay cut. Uh, I'm going to take my chances that um, that I can get more on a longer-term deal with somebody else. Um, and that's for Aaron yeah. Jones. It- uh, just real quick with Aaron Jones, I, I don't know that, that they'll have to necessarily do anything in terms of a pay cut. They might move some money around to pick up a cap, some cap space. But if I'm Aaron Jones and I, I say, you know, I took a pay cut last year, $5 bucks or whatever it was, I know I was hurt last year, but look what I did the last five games of the season. You know, you need me, uh, and you're not, I know you're not going to cut me.
1: Yeah, it, Rob, what do you think about A.J. Dillon? Any uh, any words floating around how that goes? Because as you said, this is where all of this stuff gets done. You start getting an idea of other teams yeah. that are interested in you. Will A.J. Dillon be a Green Bay Packer next year?
3: Um, you know what, Tosh, that's a, that's an interesting one, because here's what I, here's how I think that plays out. Uh, I think he, you know, is not signed in the first, you know, wave of free agency, which is, you know, typically reserved for the for the big ones. Um, and then I think, you know, as as we get into week two, you know, if there's not, excuse me, if there's not a big market for him and no one's willing to give him a long term deal, I could see the Packers bringing him back on a one year deal. Um, mm-hmm. And there's a there's an agent that sends me. Uh, a chart of what he thinks every single free agent's APY is going to be, and and um, you know he's not always right, but but he studies this quite a bit, and um, the chart on AJ Dillon says between 1.5 and three million in a you know you know per year. Typically, you know, with a guy that low, it would be a one-year deal. Uh, you know, I don't know if it's a, if it's a one-year, two million-dollar deal. I could see him coming back, but maybe there's somebody out there that would pay him. Uh, a little bit more than that, but I wouldn't close the the door on AJ Dillon necessarily right away. I just don't think that's going to be resolved immediately. Um, e- either way, though, either way, they're drafting a running back. I mean, there, there's no question I about agree. it. Um, wh- one yeah, other I thing agree. that was in- one other thing that was interesting to note from, from Goody um was that he did say that, you know, he would he's like, sure, I'd love to have two guys like Aaron Jones, but, you know, you're not going to find two Aaron Joneses. Uh, but he, do, he did say, I always want to have a bigger bruising back for, for a short yardage third down. Um, you know, and, and if they let A.J. Dillon go, do they really have that? I mean, I don't think Emmanuel Wilson is necessarily that. He's, he's maybe a little bit. Derrick you know, Henry's there. boys with LaFleur, <laughs> wasn't he? Derek Derrick Henry. Derek. How old is Derek Henry? He's old. And How much would he he's cost? Let me see. Let me see if, me see if he's on know. the chart. Uh, I don't know if he's. Yeah, on what's the, his uh, chart say? Is, is you got he, one, one of those wristbands
1: that you just flip it up. You got it on your wrist, and you flip that
3: up, and you say, oh, "Here's my <laughs> running back."
0: Derek Henry just turned thirty in January, by the way.
3: And is Derek Henry a free agent, or is he? A, no, he is a free mm-hmm. agent. So the, yes, uh, the, uh, he the, is. the range yep. on De- the range on Derek Henry uh, is five point five to seven million per year. I, I don't see them spending. That much. The running back range is just real quick. It's Saquon Barkley eight to ten, Josh Jacobs seven to nine, Tony Pollard six to eight, and then you have Derrick Henry as the next. So he's basically would be the fourth highest paid free uh, agent running my, back. According
1: Tony Pollard coming in. A,
3: according to my my my, my
1: my my guy's chart,
0: they're not signing Tony Pollard.
1: I don't think they are either. They're gonna Rob's right. They're gonna draft in. What do I have on my list here? Seven of one sixty-seven. So she... they will draft a running back in one of those seven. Do change the. They've
0: got they've got five in the first ninety-one. Just do that for now yeah. until we have the
1: compensatory uh, picks, would you? Yeah, oh, I Wait, know you'll Robert, do what you right, want.
3: Right, that's... Wait a sec, how seven? Ahead, seven right. picks in the first one sixty. What did you say?
1: One sixty-seven is what my. And how, uh, many, my and little, how many? My little. I have my little flip card. I so. want to fact and check how,
0: that. <laughs> how,
1: no, just, how, what round does that take us to? Like the fifth.
0: Yeah, Taush, tell us fifth, more I about think, your yeah. chart.
1: No, I think it's fifth round. Yeah, that's what I, Yeah, that's the okay. and I know there's compensatory picks that still come. But it is interesting to hear that you know, you're you're looking at rebooting so if you're Rob, if you're guessing and we don't know, we've heard Brian can say that oh, we have some draft capital if we wanna go get somebody. Does that mean yep. do you really think that he is gonna go and maybe give up some of that capital to get a get somebody that's not a free agent, a Buddha Baker. Do you, safety is the position you'd think they're going to be aggressive yeah. outside of the draft and acquiring some new talent. Is, would yeah. that be a fair
3: assumption? Well, it is a fair assumption. I do think it would it would not necessarily be trading for a veteran safety. I think it would be uh, signing of, of a veteran safety, maybe a, uh, I don't know, maybe a, uh, I'm just throwing names out here, but maybe a Jordan Whitehead or, uh, Julian Blackman, with uh, who I believe is with the Colts, um, you know maybe maybe a Jordan Fuller, who uh, I believe is a free agent, right with the was he with the Rams last I checked. Um, so I, I don't know. Um, I, I do think when it comes to trades though on on the actual draft weekend, you know I, you know Goody loves the uh, have the more at bats theory, right? Like the more mm-hmm. the swings at the plate, the more chances you're going to hit one. Uh, but in this case, with the roster the way it is, Jason, they have so many young guys that I'm not sure this is a year that they can keep 11 draft picks on the roster like they do, you know, like they have the last couple of years, right? I mean, last year, what, Lou Nichols was the only draft pick not to, to make the roster, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. and Lou, Lou, Lou Nichols was injured, probably makes it instead of Emmanuel Wilson, but... Um, you know, the year before, I'm pretty sure they kept all but maybe one of their draft picks. I don't know that you need that this year. So maybe, maybe you do. You know, take some of that and, and you know, move up. You know, move up to the, to the earlier portion of the second round or the earlier portion of the the third round if you if you love guys. I, I don't. I don't know if they're making a first round move. Um, you know, whether it's up from where they are or back into the late. You know, the late part of the round, like they did with. You know, the Clay Matthews year. Uh, I don't know if I, I see that, but I do suspect that there will be. Uh, you, you have that many draft picks, you're going to do something with them. And hopefully it's going to acquire more because we don't need it to write any more seventh round draft capsules on uh, the the last day yeah, of the year. You hate
0: to write that. <laughs> Some of them are I hate better to discuss than others. Seventh
1: round draft picks, Rob.
0: Uh, talking with Rob yeah. Dabovsky from ESPN.com who was at the NFL scouting combine. Uh, all right, a couple of things that piqued my interest. The Aaron Jones thing, do you think, and I know you've got great relationships with agents, to me, the solution is you extend him, you yeah. spread out the $17 million he's due this year over three years, so he gets what he's due to be paid, but then you have options to move on from him if he falls off the table or age catches up with him. Do you agree with that theory?
3: Yeah, I mean, that's been their MO with with all of these guys, but um, doesn't he, I don't have this contract in front of me, but doesn't he already have some void years in there? I'm not, you know, you can only prorate it over five total years anyway. And, and maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he doesn't have void years in there, uh, but that is Jason. That is the way they typically have done things to, you know, get the immediate salary cap space and kick the can. Um, down the road on, on what it will
0: So he does her, have her void year, years. Yeah. Are you? What do you do with those? You know the salary cap well. You and Andrew Bryant oh, yeah. are very close. Yeah. Can you extend him and wipe out the void years with real years? Do they have that as an option?
3: Mm, boy, now that's a tough one. Right, that one I'm not sure. Right. Uh, I, do, I do know, though, that the void years don't void until you've reached uh, the year right before the void year and his like this like, is the year before, before void the void years,
0: years. yeah see this, the void of void
3: years? years but his didn't void because like darnell Savages voided Josh nyman's voided correct um, so so there's so, so there's a mechanism in there to where his must not void yeah it doesn't i'm sorry it doesn't void until you're right at the void year. correct right, so you can't so so if he's got 24 Five through twenty-seven in void years, probably. That's what he's got, right? yes,
0: sir.
1: Yeah. Yep. So,
3: so you can you're only you can only add one more void year uh, on top of that, anyway, because you can only prorate it over five years, no matter what.
0: All right. So I know I know we got to let you go because you got to get ready. Who do, who do the Redbirds have to start uh, tournament <laughs> right.
1: i guess it it's not, Cakewalk City tonight.
3: That's not till seven o'clock, and it's the same. It's a rematch of the same game you saw in the regular season finale. It's the. Uh, the uh, Underman Treble Hornets. Uh, Matt Schneidman walking into the season finale put the line at 43 and a half, and I'm sorry, forty two and a half, and we won by forty two. So uh, indeed. You know. But but I got I got I got I got more things to take care of before that. I got an eye doctor appointment at ten o'clock. Oh so.
0: well, well, the way oh, okay. you look. The way you look when you raise up your glasses and then put your phone up against your <laughs> nose to see what's on your phone—that's uh, yeah. good that you've got an eye appointment. But there's two things I want to hit on. One, okay. uh, w- this idea that coaches are no longer going to the scouting combine—you um, yeah. know, you, I, I, you are a mover and a shaker. You would run into Matt Lafleur at various restaurants. I used to be putting together our sports writer dinners, and then at night you were out there, you yeah. were getting information at the various eateries uh, some
3: of the best yeah some of the best things were running in the you know luke getty and alex van pelt and james campen and uh you know all those guys out at uh at prime 47 or you know uh or or kilroy's or you know whatever the case may be uh but it's jason i i just the packers aren't the only one not right coaches um I, i think it's a couple of reasons one um the Combines, it, it, it seems like it's a little earlier than it used to be. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, closer, Maybe it's closer to the end of the season. The other thing is, uh, let's be honest, Brian Yurikun probably doesn't really care what the coaches think, it, unless it gets down to you when know, we get closer to the draft and, and they do say, all right, we're going to give each position coach these 10 guys to watch tape on. But at this point, I'm not sure that 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 Brian Gutekunst really cares, and, I, and I'm not saying that as a as a rip on Lafleur or his coaches. I just think that's the way scouting has become. I think that's the way Goody likes to do it. Um, you know, the, the, there's a lot of people who believe the scouts should scout and the coaches should coach.
0: Yeah, and I think I think Goody's one of them. I think that's pretty clear. All right, I don't want to make you late for your eye doctor appointment, so. Uh... You're spotting right dimes. you're eating onions. I'm <laughs> Make sitting sure right
3: outside can. the doors, and they don't open until 10 o'clock, so I'm okay. <laughs> Sorry.
0: So you're going to go with the ladies' frames, huh, Costanza?
3: <laughs> well, these are exciting. <laughs> these are some exciting frames glory like Gloria Vanderbilt.
2: <laughs>
3: that's, a, that's an underrated Seinfeld. That's an underrated top 20 Seinfeld episode right
0: there. Rob, we appreciate your insights, buddy. Have a good day.
3: All right, talk to you guys later.
0: We'll be seeing you.
2: Uh, that well,
1: that is was the... good. Rob brought the Rob brought the goods this morning. Yeah. Um, we three, I, 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 I counted three sound graphs out of that conversation. Uh, I, coach is coach, scout, scout. That's, that's, that's one. Why, uh, that's why old boy didn't come. Darnell Savage is gone, and he's got a Devontae Campbell piece written, and he's gone.
0: Well, he likes to be prepared. Um, Yeah, uh, again, I don't think any of that is surprising to us based on the conversations we've had.
1: The fact that Savage, without, I guess obviously you know the market and you'll see it, that's a little surprising at this point, but not shocking. Not shocking. I,
0: I thought there was a chance... Um, that maybe he would be able to fit the new scheme, but in, at least in Rob's opinion, and some of the conversations, you know, Rob had all kinds of conversations down there. So his his opinion is formulated based on meaningful chats with various people, including, I'm uh, guessing, I've dealt with. Saturday's listen, agent.
1: I've dealt with y'all enough to know how this works. And when y'all, <laughs> y'all are saying <laughs> something, some ass- no, you, you you've done y'all the same, same thing saying- at this
0: very show no, no, no. since you became. I'm not an arguing. Analyst. I'm
1: saying. You have to protect things. I understand, but I I can read through a two-jet protection, if you get what I'm saying. I
0: if don't. My- more, we'll talk a little bit more about two-jet protection read-throughs next. It's Will D. Inzapish. Mr. always great to catch up with him and his insights. And he really does. I don't know. I don't know enough about ophthalmology, but he wears glasses. But then, when he's looking very closely at his phone, he raises his glasses and he puts the phone right up against his nose. And so, what does that make I think
1: him? That's called far sighted, because you can't see. Near. But then
0: he wears glasses to be able to see far.
1: That means his eyes are jacked up, <laughs> what
0: that means. Well, we he his information is very rarely jacked up. It's always right on the point. And he did pique some interest there. I want to get to a couple of other things. Uh, I see Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk has proclaimed. I got that texted to me by three different people. Uh, he has proclaimed yeah. that Caleb Williams is a... Franchise quarterback. After spending ten minutes talking to him on his podcast, uh, and, a po- and and wishing condolences to the rest of the NFC North, I want to get to that. Uh, I I'm hoping we're going to find out soon if the Packers are headed to Brazil to open the season. Mm-hmm. I know Tausch thinks that that's going to occur. Um, is it though? We'll talk I a little bit about I've, that. I, I heard I've heard some whisperings uh, the last
1: couple days that there might not be as much. <laughs> Love, I don't know what, I should know the word love in Portuguese.
0: Um, how many years of that did you is? take?
1: Uh, three semesters. Uh, but I could still. Count and I'm
0: not to here to bail you out. The verb to be. Livas,
1: elé, elé. All
0: right, we will get to all that to start the 10 o'clock hour. Um, but I want to remind you before that that the new fleet. Rewards program has arrived at Fleet Farm. In fact, I opened up my app this morning, and I found that I've got two $5 rewards waiting for me to use, so I'm headed right to Fleet Farm after the show. Sounds like old perks. boy's got his
1: weekend planned out. Got I do. Weekend hey, all set.
0: <laughs> for every dollar I spend with my Fleet Rewards MasterCard, I get five Fleet Rewards points. It's beautiful. You get ten points just for and walking in of, the store and checking out the And popcorn, popcorn, too. I do, and, and then you get the coupon much. with five off 50. It's a great thing. So make sure you go to Fleet Farm and sign up, or go to fleetfarm.com slash rewards. That's where you can join. That's where you can check in in your account, find out more about the re- new rewards program, everything you need with your Fleet Rewards bucks as part of the new Fleet Rewards program, fleetfarm.com, or visit your local Fleet Farm. The 10 o'clock hour of Wilde and Touch starts in two minutes, so stick around. It's Wilde and Tausch.